0: Well, hello there. Time now for the Florida Roundtable. I am Melissa Fox, and on this week's episode, we're going to talk to a single mom who went from unemployment checks and wanting to wealthy. We'll tell you how she did it. Also, February is American Heart Month. Have you been taking care of your ticker? We're going to talk about it. Have you ever heard of essential tremors? Well, there's a new treatment, a focused ultrasound treatment, where we'll talk about that. And also, how do we keep our kids stress-free at school and at home? All these topics and more will be approached on this week's episode of the Florida Roundtable. If you'd ever like to help out or you want to catch a replay, go to the iHeartRadio app, And check out Florida Roundtable. We'll get everything kicked off in just a moment. You stay right there.
1: This boating
2: season, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission wants to remind you to wear your life jacket. You make a difference in the life of your family. As a parent, it's your job to keep your kids safe and be there for them. You do it at home, at school, and you need to do it on the water as well. Always wear your life jacket and have your children wear theirs too. It's a basic step that saves lives. Life jackets save lives. Wear it, Florida. Visit MyFWC.com for more information. That's MyFWC.com. Looking to make your garden fresh and new this spring? Quality Green Specialist in Deland has what you're looking for. Fancy shrubs, large trees like magnolias and hollies, beautiful flowers like supertunias and azaleas, olives, citrus, peaches, blueberries, vegetables and herbs too. Enjoy gardening at its best. Select from our quality fertilizers and organics like azomite, great plants, sustainable products. Friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue Deland and online at QualityGreenspecialist.com. Have insects such as aphids or fungus gnats invaded your plants? Fight back with Summit Year-Round Spray Oil and Summit Mosquito Bits. Organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil kills insect pests on indoor and outdoor plants. All-natural Mosquito Bits kills fungus gnat larvae in container plants. Both products are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil and Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com.
0: Welcome back. It's the Florida Roundtable, Melissa Fox. And on the hook right now, we've got Jessica Pinto. Now, she's the founder and head of school uh, on keeping track of children, I guess is what you'd say. She's kind of a head of a preschool, which is a very nice thing. So let's bring her in and find out what she knows about these kids and how to keep them on track, especially right now during these disruptive times. Jessica Pinto, welcome. How are you?
3: Melissa, how are you? Excited to to be here, and I'm talking to you. It is a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, it's a pleasure and an honor to talk to somebody who's the founder and head of the School of La Piazza Academy.
3: I was inspired by my daughter. I worked in the finance world for many years before I had my daughter, and I decided to open a space for her and other children that will provide what... Mothers like us, uh, working mothers like us, wanted for our kids a safe and beautiful environment. And that's the way I created La Piazza. And I'm trying to offer a very normal space for them here at school, even though there are, like, differences in in terms of using a mask, and sometimes we have to close some classrooms. But uh, I'm trying to create a, a safe space, a welcoming space, and something that is very warm where they feel they are in their second home. Uh-huh. So that works day by day. So they don't feel the difference of what's happening. And what something that we can make sure is that, uh, is that they, they really feel that uh, they can express themselves, even though they have a mask right now, they have to wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And that also parents understand that in today's uncertain world where their only constant is change, there's no question like has changed drastically across workplaces and educational institutions. And many parents at my school are saying they're most stressed than ever and their children are feeling it.
0: Um
3: yeah, parents at my school are continuously asking for guidance, addressing all the moving pieces between their changing office structures and remote work, while finding ways to help their children navigate similar issues during encountering at their new school environment. So for us at school, it's kind of easier in terms of what, the way that we work with children because that's our, our, our expertise. But for parents, it's a challenging thing to do when they have to, to deal with, uh, with children's emotions and feelings. I think it's very important to listen to your child. And when I say listening, it does not mean having a conversation with your child while you are basically checking emails and text messages. Uh, listening means that you stop whatever you're doing. Love your child in the, look your child in, your, in, your, in, in their eyes and pay attention on their verbal and nonverbal cues. I think it's important to uh, you know, ask questions that are important, you know, uh, like tell me about what you're doing or I'm excited to hear about your day. Can you share some things that, about your day to day? I think listening is, is key and in, in observing your children to see how they feel, to see how they react to your questions it is important to make that connection with your children, especially during this time where a lot of the uh, things that they're seeing and observing in their, in their classroom environment are, are different. So we want to hear how they feel about what is happening uh, in their schools, in, in, in the environment where they are socializing with other children too.
4: Ah, oh,
0: I see. We're talking with Jessica Pinto, motivated by a vision to provide high-quality education and innovative programming for our youngsters at La Piazza Academy. In closing, anything we need to cover that we didn't get to?
3: Well, I think that's what I said. It's important, especially for for families and for parents that are, like, trying to... that We're tracking now at times, too. Like, what do we do with our children, especially when we have to uh, work at home, and they have to be at home at the same time, so we try to kind of uh, impose some type of uh, structures, and I think we need to be more relaxed, especially during this time, and, and again, spend time with the quality time with our children, uh, do things that are interesting for, 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 for both of us, for parents and for children, and enjoy them. That's the most important thing.
0: How can we get more information on La Piazza Academy, Jessica?
3: You can you can go to our website, lapiazzaacademy.com. And also we're in social media, Facebook and Instagram at La Piazza Academy.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for helping us out and keeping our kids on track. Jessica Pinto from La Piazza Academy. It's been a pleasure having you on the Florida Roundtable.
3: Likewise. <laughs>
0: The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes,
1: Eight hundred five one three one six five two. 513 1652 That's 800-513-1652. Hello,
2: I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor. And I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts. My joints ache. And sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision. Especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archibello, who seems to have only one speed high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. <laughs> so, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age, it's because I'm living my life. Oh, <laughs> Archibello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Gibella for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit BrainHealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at BrainHealth.gov.
0: It's the Florida Roundtable, Melissa Fox, and with me now, award-winning industry leader and entrepreneur, Jesse Park. You know, recently in a Forbes magazine feature, Jesse discussed the mindset shift in order to keep the economy strong during this great resignation. With that in mind, Jesse, welcome to the Florida Roundtable.
5: Thank you, Melissa, for having me.
0: Yeah, no problem. So tell us a little bit about your entrepreneurial story, won't you?
5: Sure. Well, so I uh, my name is Jesse Park. I am in the insurance and financial industry. Uh, I've only been in it for about five years, though. Five years ago, to the T, I was on unemployment and food stamps with my kids, and I was in a pretty, pretty low area of my life. I had just been let go from a long time corporate job and found myself in that cycle again of you know. Um, that overwhelmed with debt slash poverty cycle where you live paycheck to paycheck. And if something happens to your job, you know, you, something happens, you just get let go or you get laid off or they downsize you're on that brink again of, of, you know, barely making it. And so I landed in insurance on accident. It was really just supposed to be a means to an end. Um, It was commission only, which I had always scoffed at. I felt like I was better than commission only because I have a college degree and I have tons of experience and and I really felt like I deserved a base salary and 401k and all those things. And I really had to shift my mind and and realize that commission only means uncapped earning potential and and get to work. And so within a couple months uh, of dialing cold leads. I ended up making more than what I did at my corporate job. And that cycle continued. Um, I got a job offer finally, you know, after being unemployed essentially for about eight months. And it was around $80,000 a year with full benefits. And that's something I would have jumped at prior. But about four months into the industry, I saw the potential, and I saw the potential of what I could do and what I could build and what residual income is. And from there, I, I turned that job offer down. And then five years later, I own my own agency. I have over 150 agents nationwide. I own a 6,000-square-foot building in Maitland. Um, my life has completely changed due to the mindset shift that I had in the beginning. of our first reluctantly took that insurance job yeah yeah so we're talking with
0: jesse park and uh, she was just featured in forbes magazine for being well frankly an industry leader and an entrepreneur so what are some of the hurdles now you're a single mother right yes okay so what are some of the hurdles that you had to go through in order to become successful in the industry
5: well, you know, whenever you have children, they do take up the majority of your time. And so whenever I, I started in insurance, my kids were a little bit older, but I still had to. They relied on me for transportation and, you know, guidance and things like that. So I'd have to time block. That was the biggest thing was time blocking and making those little times between kids count. So I'd wake up in the morning. I'd drop my son off at school. I'd drop my daughter off at school. They went to two separate schools, and they staggered the time. So essentially, I was in the car for about two and a half hours going back and forth. I'd get on the phones at 9. I'd work until 2. And then I'd have to get off again, and I'd have to go pick them up, pick one up after the other. I'd get home around 4, 4.30. I would make dinner, help with homework, things like that. They were self-sufficient to do their own baths and everything. And then I'd get back on the phones at 6 and work until midnight. And that grind continued for a good six to eight months. Uh, and the thing that, you know, helped me with blocking out that time was just being consistent and, and sticking to a schedule. That's the hardest part of being an entrepreneur is realizing that, you know, you can't say yes to everything. You know, you can't, you can't take off to go to lunch with your friend or go to the beach or, um, you know, your kid wants to, mommy, take me here, take me there. You know, you have to kind of create some boundaries for yourself whenever you decide to be an entrepreneur.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Now, um, I've never thought about going into the insurance industry, but what would you say to me or someone who actually was thinking about it or wondering if they should go into the industry of insurance? Hmm?
5: Sure. Well, it is the number one industry in the world that creates the most millionaires, and that is above um real estate and manufacturing and retail and everything it's number one and the reason why is because it's one of the only things that you can do in life that create a residual income and so what that means is if someone buys a policy in January and they have that policy for five six seven eight years you're you're still getting paid on that same policy and so If you keep working and you keep building up your book of business, you could become a millionaire rather quickly. And so, you know, I really, whenever I'm hiring for my agency, I don't look at college. I don't look at, um, you know, what degree they have or anything like that. They could be at Walmart. But if they want a better life and they have a really strong why, that's who I hire. Uh
0: I see. So you're taking notes, people. I hope you are. That's what the Florida Roundtable is all about. We're talking to Jessie Park. She is an award-winning industry leader, an entrepreneur, and an author. You recently released a book. Uh, Why'd you write it, and who would that book be written for? Who's your reader?
5: Sure. So, well, I wrote it, again, kind of out of that... You know, I'm an introvert, and so my initial reaction to almost everything is, no, that's okay. Um, but this year, I decided to say yes to, I was approached by a, a publisher, and I said yes. Um, my sister passed away in January, actually a year ago yesterday, and one of the last she, last things she told me was, I needed to try something new this year and step out of my comfort zone. I had no clue what she was talking about, so when they approached me, I was like, "I'm, I'm not. Who, who wants to listen to what I have to say?" Um, but apparently, the book has already become a bestseller. Um, it's targeted for anyone that is curious about the industry or is already in it. It teaches people from the ground up, so it does have some beginner level. You know, chapters in there essentially describing what does copay mean, what does deductible mean, things like that. But then as you advance through the book, so does the career mindset. So it takes you from being an agent to building up your book of business to becoming a leader, then to owning your own agency. So it really is the blueprint of how I was successful, and it's all in the book. What is the name of your book, Jesse? It is sole Beneficiary, and that's S-O-U-L.
0: Oh, I like it. So how did you go for real from want to wealth? Just tell us. It's so easy, I'm sure. Uh, (laughs) You you know, I'm kind of messing with you, Jesse, because there is no way to quickly tell anybody how you went from wanting something to actually make it happen. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's ask you a better question. The insurance industry... Why do you think it's so powerful and it can actually help someone like yourself or others get out of the debt cycle?
5: Sure. Well, the barrier to entry is very minimal. It costs to get licensed. It costs less than one credit hour of college. Wow. So to put that into perspective, you know, people go for four years, they take probably about 12 credit hours a semester and if they go for 24 credit hours a year times four, right, to get their bachelor's degree, that's 48 credit hours. This costs less than one credit hour to get licensed. And that one little license has been has worth more than my college degree one million times fold. So I'd say the barrier to entry is relatively minimal. It takes hard work and consistency. And that's the the part that a lot of people lack. I see so many wide-eyed people come into the industry and they fail. It has a 90, 92% failure rate. Uh, and the 8% that make it, the reason why is because they believe in themselves and they believe in themselves long-term. So they know that while they may dial you know, 400 calls every single day this week and might not make anything, they're building up a pipeline. And they, they know that their life will be changed if they stick to it. So, we're talking to
0: Jessie Park. Now, her entrepreneurial story is just a little bit different. Within four and a half years, you went from being a single mom, barely getting by on unemployment, to being a million dollar insurance producer and the founder and president of Inspired Insurance Solutions. As you said earlier, you're based in Maitland and you are now on record as having the 16th largest. Female or woman-owned company in Central Florida, and also one of the fastest-growing brokerages in the nation. And I've heard you say that wealth does not discriminate. So, how did you get from A to B in four and a half years? Let's try that question.
5: Sure. So, a belief in myself that I could do it, and and that right there is is super powerful because I grew up in a lower-income family, and and. And the the poverty mindset is real. You know, I remember driving on Beachside when I was little and looking at the mansions and my mom telling me those are for rich people. Those aren't for us. And in my mind, I was like, why? Why can't Why, can't right, I why not, that? Mommy? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, whenever you grow up with that kind of mindset, you just kind of already automatically feel that certain things are off limits for you. Like, oh, that's not for me. You know, this is my lane. Let me stay in my lane. And that's not how it has to be. The insurance industry does not discriminate. If you work hard, you're consistent, you treat your clients right, you get referrals because you treat your clients right, you build up your book of business, you will make money. There is no ifs, ands or buts about it at all.
0: Wow. So where can we get your new book?
5: It's available on Amazon and you can request it at Target and Walmart and Barnes and Noble.
0: Ah, it's fantastic.
5: Jesse Park.
0: Wow. Such good stuff here to, to go through and I absolutely love it. Um so should I go into the insurance industry or should I stay here in radio? What do you think?
5: Well I mean, what's your passion?
0: Radio. I think
5: you like radio, right? (laughs) Yeah, I might like radio (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. And it's not for everybody. And that's okay.
0: All right. So it is, but insurance and the whole industry there is for you. And you have made such success. And as the a, as a 16th, uh, as they say, woman-run business here in Central Florida, what an accolade. Uh, I'm actually very excited to talk with you, Jesse. Jesse Park, look her up, Forbes magazine, go buy her book. She's got all kinds of nods. And learn how you, too, can be a million-dollar producer. Jesse. in leaving this show for right now, any parting words that you'd like to share with our audience?
5: Well, if you're interested, go to www.joininspired.com.
0: Joininspired.com? Oh,
5: sorry. It's joininspiredinsurance.com. My assistant just corrected me.
0: Joininspiredinsurance.com. <laughs> Always good to have a, an assistant. I don't have one, and I make mistakes left and right. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable and for sharing your very successful story, Jesse.
1: 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 call right now that number is 800-485-6003
6: hi i'm johnny Erickson tata growing up with a brother with autism sarah cronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers it's why at the age of 15 sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? more confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You wanna learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late, we stay informed,
7: To learn more, visit hud.gov/fairhousing. That's hud.gov/fairhousing or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. Did you
0: know that February marks American Heart Month? And when Americans can take a bit more time and focus, right now, this month is all about maintaining a healthy heart. And with that in mind, we're going to talk about health disease. And, well, the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute has brought us a really great doctor, Dr. David C. Goth Jr. He's a director, Division of Cardiovascular Sciences at the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute. Dr. Goth. Welcome very much to the Florida Roundtable. How are you?
4: Oh, I'm doing just great this morning. Thanks. I hope you're doing well, too.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm always excited when we have months dedicated to stuff. And I didn't know what February was until I heard about you, Dr. Goff. And uh, I-, I just wondered, should everybody of all ages focus on a- optimal heart health? Or do we have to wait until we're like in our 30s and then start worrying about it?
4: Oh no, Um, everyone should be um, focused on their heart health and parents should be helping their children get off to a good start. Uh, It's never too early uh, to be thinking about heart health and the good news is that even for those of us who are a little bit older, it's never too late to um, focus on improving our heart health too. We've learned that some of the risk factors for heart disease uh, and some of the behaviors that put you on a bad course or that keep you on a good course Are really sorts of things that get started when we're very, very young and we start eating uh, solid foods and such. So um, helping our kids get off to a great start is really important.
0: I would agree then. I think you're right. I just posed that question because I'm sure someone out there is like, I don't have to worry about it now. I'm fine. Now, COVID-19, I know it's almost a taboo phrase to say nowadays when we're talking on the radio, but this pandemic really had some sort of an impact on heart health.
4: Can you explain a little? Yeah, the the, um, COVID pandemics really had a major effect on the heart and our heart health. Uh, First of all, the virus attacks the blood vessels in the body and can attack the heart itself. And so that's really bad. Uh, The virus also increases the likelihood of getting blood clots throughout the body and our our blood vessels. And so the virus can really damage our, our heart and our blood vessels directly. But the pandemic has also had other effects on our heart health. Uh, We're all under a lot of stress. Many of us have suffered from social isolation. And that stress and isolation, we know, is is bad for your heart health as well as your overall health. Uh, The pandemic has led to changes in people's diets, um, people eating more what we call comfort food, which tends not to be as healthy, people being less active. We've seen weight gain, blood pressures are going up. Uh, and there's been disrupted access to care, both for prevention as well as for acute treatment. So the, the pandemic has given us a double whammy. It's directly hurting our heart and blood vessels, and it's also causing some of our behaviors to change and some of our access to care to change. I guess that's a triple whammy.
0: Yeah, it sure sounds like one. So now I know women and men are different because <laughs> I can see, but is the heart and heart disease risk different for men than it is for women?
4: Well, I think at the fundamental level, what we know is both men and women need to pay attention to their heart health and uh, do those things that will make sure their heart health stays as good as possible. Uh, But you're right, men and women are different, and so there are some social and biological differences. uh, In many households, women are the primary caregivers and they're the primary meal planners. And so they're under a lot of stress uh, related to those issues, but they also have a lot of agency or ability to control the kinds of food that are eaten in the household. So women need to be particularly careful about managing their stress in a healthy way, but also about making sure that they and their families are um, eating a a healthy diet and are getting the health care they need from uh, doctors in their community.
0: So I'm down here in Florida, and we will be reaching the entire state of Florida with this interview. Is there something heart health-specific for this region that our residents and listeners should know about?
4: Well, heart disease is is a leading cause of death in Florida. So uh, Florida is a wonderful place in many ways, uh, great weather, great people. Uh, but heart disease is a major problem in Florida. So folks in Florida need to be paying attention to that eating right, moving more, and uh, making sure they know their numbers and keep them under control.
0: Now, would those numbers be a little bit higher here in Florida because our average age is a little bit higher, or is that just across the board for the state, you know?
4: Well, you know, certainly um, heart disease is more common in folks at older age than at younger age. Uh, That's a result of uh, decades of um, kind of building up of the uh, atherosclerotic plaques—what people used to call hardening of the arteries—that happens over decades, and so the um, the the problem of heart attacks and strokes is certainly greater at older age than at younger age. So that's part of the issue in Florida. Um, but I grew up in North Carolina, and I know that in many places in the South, we also have a uh, a culture and a history of how we prepare our food. Uh, have a lot of fried foods or we add a lot of what we my mother would have called seasoning mm. to our greens uh and some of that is um you know the kind of fat that builds up in your artery walls and increases your risk of heart disease so some of it's age but some of it is um diet and uh, blood pressures tend to be higher in these places because we also tend to eat a lot of salt. So I think it's a little bit of both.
0: I see. So beside better blood pressure and cholesterol levels, what other benefits would you see as you take steps toward
4: heart-healthy living? Well, I think if um, if folks are focused on the most important things, that, that would be eating right. That means mostly, you know, eating more plant products, vegetables, fruits, whole grains, and fewer animal products, especially high-fat meats, and getting more activity, moving more, uh, then, then you may see some benefits in addition to your blood pressure coming down and your cholesterol coming down. You might see your weight come down a little bit. Uh, you might feel a little bit better because uh, it's easier to get around when you are a few pounds lighter. Uh, and um, if you're also taking care of yourself in terms of managing your stress, probably sleep better and just feel better. So there's a, a lot to be said for taking care of yourself and eating right and moving more.
0: We're talking to Dr. David C. Goff, Jr. He is a uh, director of the Division of Cardiovascular Sciences at the National Heart, Lung and Blood Institute and the National Institutes of Health. And, uh, you know, you just answered my next question, which was a uh, health a healthy heart. How does that impact the rest of the body? But you pretty much answered that one. So let's go ahead and say self care. How does that impact
4: your physical well being? Yeah. Well, when we're under a lot of stress, uh, we don't sleep well. Uh, we tend to um, take comfort in food uh, that we we may not be hungry. But if we're feeling bad, one of the ways we can re- that we tend to respond to that is by going to the cupboard and seeing what's there to eat, mm-hmm. or going to the refrigerator to see what's there to eat or drink. Uh, and if we're feeling bad, sometimes um, for some folks uh, they resort to perhaps a little bit more alcohol than is healthy as well. And so, self-care, which is is about recognizing that we're all under a lot of stress, that we're all you know trying to do the best we can. And that for today good enough for today might be just good enough that really being kind to yourself, taking care of yourself can help you so that you avoid those adverse coping strategies of eating more, drinking more, especially drinking more alcohol in in the, the hope that that will you know deaden some of the some of the stress mm. It's much better to manage your stress through what works for you? That's positive. Whether it's meditation or prayer or moving more and getting more physical activity, a lot of different ways to manage your stress that are healthy uh, that will help your overall well-being.
0: So, is that what you mean by self-compassion?
4: Yeah, it's really about recognizing times are tough uh, and that we're we're all under a lot of pressure, uh, and that being kind to yourself is really going to help you in pursuing your cardiovascular health. It's going to help you face the world in a more positive way uh, and be able to uh, have those more positive behaviors, whether it's a better diet or more activity, uh, quitting smoking if that's an issue for you, or managing your alcohol intake if you consume alcohol. Um, Self-compassion will really help you Um, manage all those issues that are so important to your not only your heart health but your overall health
0: we're talking to dr david c goff jr and what i've gleaned from this is no matter what your age is no matter your sex your race your ethnicity your lifestyle it's never too late or too early to take steps to support your heart and vascular health anything else you'd like to say in closing doctor
4: I'd just like to encourage all your listeners to uh, be kind to themselves and to focus on one thing they can do to improve their heart health. Um, Sometimes it can seem overwhelming if you think you have to make a whole lot of changes. So start with something simple and build on it over time. Well, thank you
0: so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. I hope that our listeners will take your advice towards a heart-healthy diet and a little less stress, etc., it's been wonderful talking to you. Please don't be a stranger.
4: Thanks so much. we we'll be happy to come back. You got it.
0: Take care, Doc.
2: Hey, Florida. We know you love getting out on the water. But do you know what to wear when you're out there on the water? A life jacket, of course. And whether you're fishing, skiing, sailing, or just cruising the water, there's a perfect life jacket designed for you and your activity. Always check the label to make sure your life jacket is U.S. Coast Guard approved. Then try it on to make sure it fits properly. And then wear it. Life jackets save lives. Visit wearitflorida.com to learn more. That's wearitflorida.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news.
0: Essential tremor, also known as ET, is a nervous system disorder that affects about 10 million Americans and it causes involuntary shaking or twitching. Makes it difficult, really, to do everyday basic activities. There is treatment. Often, it's not that effective medicine and sometimes significant surgery will help. But now, We've got a non-invasive option, and with that in mind, let's welcome into the Florida Roundtable Dr. Garth Reese Cosgrove. You're the Director of Epilepsy and Functional Neurosurgery and the Director of Neurosurgical Residency Program at Brigham and Women's Hospital. Wow, that is a heck of a title. Does that fit on a business card, doctor? (laughs) Barely. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, Let's get to the real meat of this here. What, first of all, are the essential signs, uh, rather the signs of the essential tremor?
9: Well, essential tremor is a a condition of the brain which causes uh, uh, involuntary shaking of of a limb, Uh, usually both limbs, tends to start in the adult years and then gets, slowly progressive over the years to the point that it begins to uh, interfere with all sorts of daily activities that we take for granted.
0: How come a lot of people are unaware this condition even exists?
9: Well, because it's more predominant and gets slowly worse as you get old, uh, many people think of it as just as an aging process, but it's really not.
4: Ooh,
0: no, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's got to be actually very important for someone who is experiencing tremors to consult with a professional, maybe a movement disorder neurologist.
9: Yes, that's true. As the tremor gets uh, more uh, severe and starts interfering, then patients will actually go and, uh, and uh, uh, look for, uh, you know, a source. It's most important to actually determine what there are many sources of tremor, there are many kinds of tremor. Uh, so it's important to understand what's causing the tremor. But the most common cause, especially in older people, is a central tremor.
0: I see. Now, is this uh, something to do with Parkinson's disease, or are they is it a symptom, or is it just something totally unrelated?
9: Uh, it is complete. It's unrelated to Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's tremor we only see when patients are quiet, and it basically goes away when they, a Parkinson's patient wants to move, it suppresses the tremor. With essential central tremor, they don't have any shaking of the limb when they're quiet. It's when they try and do something that they actually uh, uh, get the tremor. So it's much more disabling kind of tremor.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it. Now, tell me about this non-invasive treatment option that now has appeared.
9: Well, this is a a new technology. It's called MRI-guided focused ultrasound. Uh, We've had it for about five years, a little over five years now. It's really a method of doing an old operation in a brand-new way. I've been doing this kind of surgery for over 30 years, so I've seen it all. But this is a a brand-new way of making a small lesion in a very uh, small, specific nucleus in the brain, deep in the brain, but without an incision, without any holes in the skull, without any um, instrumentation of the brain. So it's, it's still brain surgery, but it's no-touch brain surgery.
0: We're talking with Dr. G., or Garth Reese Cosgrove, an internationally acclaimed expert in stereotactic and functional neurosurgery. Over 30 years' experience in this field, and you specialized in treatment of epilepsy, but now we're working into this area, too. I'm sure that all these brain stimulation things actually are connected, but you, you're you the man. I'm just the radio person. So um, would you tell us what a potential candidate for focused ultrasound would be? Who would be that person?
9: Well, it's a, it's a person with a central tremor uh, that has the tremors severe enough to be disabling and causing Uh, a major decrease in their quality of life and functioning. They basically have to... There are some medicines that work pretty well in a lot of people, um, but oftentimes the medicines stop working as the tremor progresses, so it's only patients with uh, disabling tremor that has really failed medication those are the patients that we might consider for this kind of surgery.
0: Now, I understand there is an actual quiz for a person to determine whether or not they have a potential to be a candidate for this. Uh, You can go to usa.essential-tremor.com slash candidate. Again, if you want to take the quiz to determine if you are a candidate for this uh, wonderful focused ultrasound to help out essential tremor, uh, -tremor usa.essential-tremor.com slash candidate. Are there any side effects? What would a person expect when they get this procedure?
9: Well, one, uh, when we do the procedure, uh, unfortunately, we do have to shave the whole head. So baldness is a temporary side uh, effect. Yeah. But if it's um, going
0: to help, I think the baldness, yeah, you can get past that, right?
9: Yeah, the hair always grows back. <laughs> um, but because we're operating on the brain, even though it's no-touch uh, brain surgery, we are still operating on the brain. So side effects um, are generally they're fairly common, but they tend to be very mild and temporary. Uh, you can't operate on the brain without causing some issues, at least temporarily. The most common side effect that we see is a sense of imbalance. Uh, which may last for weeks to months afterwards. It's generally pretty mild, but patients sometimes have a sense that they're more off-balance than usual. The second most common side effect is some minor altered sensation in the lips or fingertips. That tends to also gradually uh, disappear over weeks to months. Um, And sometimes, rarely, people will have an alteration of taste which also tends to diminish over time.
0: Oh, well, that's not horrible considering what we're looking at. I mean, we're talking about essential tremor or ET, a nervous system disorder, which about 10 million Americans suffer from. Involuntary shaking and twitching makes it difficult to do things, just everyday basic activities. And as we said, often medicine, they'll build up a tolerance to it or the tremors will uh, over, you know, overuse the medication, just doesn't work anymore. Um, are there places where this focus ultrasound, where's the procedure being done? Let's just put it that way.
9: Well, there are more than uh, uh, 35 focused ultrasound um, facilities around the country now. Um, we've been doing it for over five years. Um, but there are more and more uh, uh, in, uh, focused ultrasound uh, installations around the country. So. I think the best thing to do would be to, you know, uh, consult your doctor or a movement disorder neurologist to see if you qualify, Uh, then uh, you can be referred to a a center that does this sort of surgery. Um, You can search some of that out uh, either, you know, on the Essential Tremor Foundation website or the Focused Ultrasound Foundation website or even the company that makes this technology and um, Insight Tech, uh, uh, their website can also direct uh, candidates uh, to a, a local facility that, that does this sort of thing.
0: Okay, Insight Tech. Um, I'm guessing, let's try InsightTech.net.com. What do you got?
9: Uh, InsightTech.com. I n s i g h t e c I n s I G H T E C
0: Perfect. We're talking with Dr. G. Reese Cosgrove. He is uh, currently the Director of Epilepsy and Functional Neurosurgery at the Brigham and the Neurosurgery Residency Program Director as well. Um, anything else we would need to know about these essential tremors and as well as the non-invasive focus ultrasound treatments that are now available?
9: Well, no, I I, I think, you know, really the uh, the effect on patients can be very, very gratifying. I've had many patients who haven't been able to write their name or drink from a a, a cup Uh, uh, immediately after the surgery. When we're doing the surgery, the abolition of the tremor is immediate and long-lasting and enduring, so I get all sorts of letters from patients, uh, 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 handwriting and saying, this is the first time I've been able to read my writing, so I'm sending you a thank you letter. Uh, for changing my life.
4: Wow. That, that, I
9: mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty wonderful that uh, is. experience for the patient.
0: That's got to be great. And it's got to be really kind of gratifying too, knowing that you're bringing that back for somebody. We've been talking with Dr. Garth Reese Cosgrove about a breakthrough treatment for essential tremor. And you can get more information at insighttech.com. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today and enlightening us on these new procedures on the Florida Roundtable.
2: My pleasure. Thank you. Too many people buy the lie. If I do enough, then I'll be good enough. They try to earn their way to heaven, but the truth is, we're never good enough. For the Bible says we have to be perfect to enter into heaven. Good luck with
4: that. But good news Jesus paid the penalty for our sin. So when we accept Him, we are made right with God. Then our lives begin to change, our hearts are transformed, our desires begin to line up with God's. We have an inner want to because of the grace that we've received, and God's Spirit empowers us to do so. The truth is simple. No matter what your past, your pain, or your doubts, God's love offers us peace. His grace offers us a fresh start. His forgiveness frees us from past sin and shame.
2: Knowing God's heart changes our hearts. The greatest miracle in life is a transformed heart through
4: Jesus. This is Bryant Wright speaking right from my heart.
6: For devotions, visit rightfromtheheart.org.
2: your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now.
1: 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651.
2: a public service message from the National Pest Management Association.
0: What a great show. Thanks again, everybody, for joining me. We'll do it again next week. If you want to catch a replay, well, we podcast the Florida Roundtable. You can find it on the iHeartRadio app. Just search Florida Roundtable, one word, roundtable. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it.
2: You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to floridaroundtable at fnnonline.net.